What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we're on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. My name is Matt Primo, and today I'm here to review The Green Knight, which just released in theaters. I saw it the Thursday that it came out. I've been super pumped about seeing this movie. I saw some trailers back in, I don't know, like March or April, something like that. And ever since I saw the trailer for this movie, I've been super excited to see it. I absolutely had to go see it opening night because I I think this is probably my most anticipated movie of 2021. It's specifically the back half of 2021. But I'm ready to, to say some things about this movie. Now, granted, this is going to be a non-spoiler review, so you will be able to listen to this review and then go see the movie. I'm not going to spoil any kind of story beats uh, because really you should go into this movie with no spoilers whatsoever. But you should be aware of some things before going to spend your hard-earned money at the theaters because ultimately this movie is not going to be for everybody. This is going to be a, for a specific audience and if you're not part of that audience, I don't think you're going to get out of this movie what I got out of it or, or somebody else will get out of it. It's it's a very different type of movie. So we definitely need to discuss this movie. But again, no spoilers. And I encourage you to listen to this entire review before deciding whether or not to go to the theaters. Because really, this could save you 10, 15 bucks. Or it could be some of the best 15 bucks you spent at a theater in a very long time. It just depends on what type of movies you're into. Before we jump into the review of The Green Knight, I will say if you like what we're doing here and you want to have like creative control over what we do each and every week, you want to be a producer slash creator of our show, pick what we talk about, what we review each and every week, then go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Supporting us at any of those tiers will get you access to a bunch of content, uh, Patreon-exclusive content. And like I said, you become a creator-slash-producer of our show. We have two podcasts, this podcast, Surfing the Stream, and then our other podcast, the Two Game Podcast. So you basically get to mold those podcasts around what you want to hear each and every week. So go to patreon.com slash two game. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, and Lindsey Humble. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that tier each and every month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. That's enough of that Patreon stuff, guys. What you're here for is whether or not you should go see The Green Knight in theaters. So let's jump into our review. The Green Knight is a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and The Green Knight. This movie was directed by David Lowry, who has directed a ghost story, which I am actually kind of interested in seeing after watching this movie. Uh, Pete's Dragon, which a bunch of people do like. And he's also directing Peter Pan and Wendy. It's supposed to come out, I don't know, like next year or the year after or something like that. But that's already in production and in post-production, if I'm not mistaken. This movie had a budget of $15 million, and it grossed worldwide over one weekend $6.8 million. So... Almost getting back to its uh its allotted budget. Then you got to cover marketing costs. So I'm really hoping this movie makes back uh, what it put into the movie. It stars Dev Patel, Alicia Vikander, and Joel Edgerton. It has a runtime of 2 hours and 10 minutes. And it was released worldwide July 30th, 2021. In fact, I think this movie was supposed to come out last year. I don't know for 100% on that. 
I do believe that the director said he hasn't seen it in several months, so I'm assuming it was done like late last year, early early beginning of this year. So this movie has definitely been done for a while, and it just released now, I'm assuming because of, of COVID reasons. But let's jump into the fun facts before we get into what I think about this movie. The idea for adapting The Green Knight came to Lowry while he was setting up a diorama of Willow action figures in his backyard. In this movie, Dev Patel plays the role of Gawain, which Edgerton played in King Arthur in 2004. In this movie, Edgerton plays a character named The Lord. Alright, now this is what you've been waiting for, whether or not you should go see this movie in theaters or not. So, I do want to kind of paint a picture as to what are you actually interested in. Are you interested in the lore behind this poem? Because that's originally what this movie is based off of, is Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. It's a poem, uh, wrote hundreds of years ago. So, are you interested in the lore behind the movie? Or are you interested in, like, the 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 developers behind the movie, A24? I mean, I'm just going to list off some of the movies that they've done. They've done Midsommar, Hereditary, The Lighthouse, Uncut Gems, Lady Bird, Moonlight, It Comes at Night, Ex Machina, High Life, The Witch, Green Room, and Good Time, and several, several other movies that they have done over the last several years. A24 is definitely one of my favorite studios nowadays. I mean, The Witch is one of my all-time favorite movies. In fact, I'm very interested in watching it again to see where it kind of ranks in my in my all-time favorite list. It Comes at Night, such a great movie. Such a great movie. And that is on Netflix. You can go check that out. Uh, the Lighthouse is a great movie. Hereditary is good. And then Midsommar, uh, I do need to re-watch that to kind of give it another chance. But I can definitely see the appeal in that movie. And then Moonlight and Lady Bird, I've heard great things about that. Uh, just lots of great movies by the studio. So are you a fan of those types of movies? Then you might be interested in this movie. If you hate all those movies, then you will probably not like this movie. The Green Knight is a slow burn of a movie. Do not go into this movie expecting action-packed sequences or even action at all. Because I think there's maybe one action scene in the entire movie. And I put air quotes around action. So there is little to no action in this movie. It's just a slow burn of a movie. And if you like those types of movies, then you are definitely going to feel right at home with this one. Now, when you go to the movies or you watch a movie, do you like thinking real in-depth about what they're trying to tell you? Or do you like to be basically spoon-fed what the what the director wants you to feel? That kind of makes a huge difference as to whether you're going to like this movie or not. If you do not like critical thinking types of movies where you have to think about the imagery and have to somewhat decipher what they're actually talking about in the movie... If you like that kind of stuff, then you're going to feel right at home with this movie because that's 100% what it is. If you're looking for an action-packed blockbuster where it's just mindless fun, do not, I repeat, do not go see this movie because you will be very disappointed. This movie is, quote-unquote, an artsy-fartsy type of movie. They are not spoon-feeding you with anything in this movie. This whole movie is about imagery and what you interpret between the lines of what they're saying. Because I do have to say, the the writing is very, very, very smart. 
but it can almost be spoken in riddles at times. It, it seems like the writing is very hard to follow, whether that be the accents or the actual riddle type dialogue that they that they have. I can kind of compare it to The Witch. I watched The Witch for the first time back when it originally came out on DVD or on Amazon Prime, wherever I saw it. I did not really like it at first, but mainly because I couldn't understand what the hell they were saying. And then over the years, I tried it again. I was like, you know what? I like it, but I don't know if it's something that I'm ever going to fall in love with. Uh, I, I think it could be a lot better. And then last year, I watched it for the third time for our Horror in Review series, which we are going to be doing a part two series to that this October. And I put subtitles on, and I really tried to focus on what was actually going on in the movie. I I made myself pay attention to that movie, and it is one of my all-time favorite movies now because there is so much to unpack in that movie, and there is... There is so much that you can get from multiple viewings of that movie that I just absolutely love. And it wasn't until a third time that I watched it that I was like, holy crap, that's what they were doing the entire time? Did not did not have a clue. And subtitles really helped me with that. I think subtitles are going to be a huge bonus to this movie. And if so if you have a hard time following riddle-type dialogue or people speaking in accents then this might be a movie that you probably need to wait till you get it on DVD or you can rent it so you can get those subtitles. I want to see this movie again and I want to see it with subtitles because I feel like once I hit once I see those subtitles, I can read it while actually watching the movie. I think this movie is going to hit a new stratosphere for me as far as favorite movies of all time. I think this movie is absolutely gorgeous. I think the cinematography is absolutely amazing. This is just an incredible movie to look at. I think the direction of the movie is fantastic. Dev Patel, who is the the lead actor, he does such a great job. He absolutely kills it in this movie. And Joel Egerton did a really great job. Alicia Vikander does a great job in this movie as well. Really just top to bottom, no real actor had a poor job. I think it was just great acting across the board. But Dev Patel... Definitely steals a show here with Alicia Vikander right behind him. I think those two are obviously the stars of the movie. And then probably the MVP of the entire movie is not even an actor. It's the score. This is one of the best scores I have ever heard in my life. It is just so fantastic. It's This is not a horror movie, okay? Now, A24 makes a lot of horror-type movies. And the, the score to this movie is almost horror-based. It's horror-esque. It's got a lot of string instruments, so it brings that horror feel to the movie. In fact, I compare it to The Witch with the score because The Witch had a very similar type of score with those string instruments. But the score to The Green Knight is just absolutely phenomenal. It's something that really just punches you in the face throughout the entire movie. Like It's one of those scores that you can't help but notice. Now, they always say that if you notice the score, it's either really bad or it's really good. And in this case, it's really, really good. It's one of my one of my favorite things about the entire movie is that score. It's just so phenomenal, and I really can't say enough good things about it. Now, as far as the story goes, the story is it's based around imagery, and you're, you're going to have to do critical thinking about what 
is exactly going on because the entire movie is based off of Sir Gawain's trials to become a great knight. That's basically what the entire movie is about, and then the Green Knight is is in there too. So you're going to have to actually think and pay attention throughout the course of this movie. There's just no way around it. That's going to be the only way you truly appreciate what is actually going on in the movie. In fact, when I left the movie theater, I was thinking to myself, I don't really know how to feel about this movie. Like, I love a lot of the things that was in this movie. And now I did see this movie after I had worked a 12-hour shift. I had gotten destroyed at work on the ambulance. So I went to see this immediately afterwards. And I did fall asleep once or twice in the movie. Big disclaimer there. I did fall asleep once or twice. Now, I was just super tired. So I had a hard time following the movie just based off of that. But everything that I saw in the movie was just absolutely phenomenal. Like I said, the cinematography, the score, the acting, the story is just so great. But you're going to have to pay attention in this movie to get everything that they're throwing at you. And that is the biggest thing that I can tell you about whether or not you should go see this movie. Because ultimately, that's going to separate the people that love this movie from the people that absolutely hate this movie. When you see... Like the reviews that give it like one star, it's all people that don't understand what is going on in the movie. The people that are giving it five stars are looking at it from you know a film perspective. They're looking at it from a story perspective and everything that the director is trying to show you through images and the quote-unquote riddle-like dialogue and, and the acting and everything. So to me, that is going to be the biggest difference on whether you love this movie versus hating it. And when I came out of the theater, I was like, I don't know. Like, I do like it, but like, I feel like I should like this more. I, I don't know, because originally I was going to give this movie three stars. I thought it was good, and I, I knew there were some great things in there. It was just, I was just too exhausted to kind of wrap my head around what was going on. And then on my drive home, I was thinking to myself about what I had just watched. And the more I kept thinking about it, the more I kept pushing up my score. I was like, I don't know. I was I was trying to push piece together exactly what I saw and try to interpret it in my own mind. Because again, they don't tell you this stuff straightforward in the movie. You've got to figure this out by yourself. So the more I kept thinking about it, the more I actually started loving it. And then I started reading some articles online, watching some YouTube videos about people and what they interpret the movie as. And I kind of just put all that together, and I got to say, the more I think about this movie, which I saw this movie on Thursday the 30th, I have not stopped thinking about this movie since it came out. Every, you know, vacant thought, every thought that I am not thinking about other things, I am thinking about The Green Knight. It is just that powerful of a movie. I absolutely love this movie. It's going to be one of the best movies of the year, and I am super eager to watch it again, specifically with with subtitles. But I will take a non-subtitled version of this movie if I can see it, you know, ASAP. But I am definitely going to watch it again. I think it is a an amazing movie, and like I said, it's going to be one of the top movies of the year for me. It's just whether or not other people are going to see it in the same light. That is the biggest thing. I think this is a very divisive movie. I think if you're into those artsy-fartsy type of 
horror movies. Again, not a horror movie, but it's got the, that horror-type score to it. If you're into those A24 movies, if you're into those movies that you do have to think, that you do have to interpret what what you want out of the movie, then you are absolutely going to love this movie. If you're looking for mindless fun, if you're looking for just a action-packed blockbuster where you can just sit there and just turn off your brain and just watch an entertaining movie, then this is not going to be for you, and you should absolutely skip it. Personally, I give this movie five stars. I think it is just an incredibly phenomenal movie. I think top to bottom, they just do so much right. And to get me to think about this movie four or five days later is an incredible feat. And like I said, when I'm not working or my mind's not busy, I am thinking about The Green Knight and how much I loved this movie and all the themes that they're, they're trying to to show you and the story elements, all that I'm just constantly thinking about and what it means to me personally and what the director was trying to to show me and get me to think about. All those things I've been thinking about since the movie. So just an incredible movie. Five stars. Like I paid 13 bucks, 14 bucks to see this opening night. I think this movie is absolutely worth seeing in theaters, but only if you're into this type of movie or into these A24 movies. Otherwise, I think you can just skip it and rent it for two bucks to see if it's something that you might like later on. You know, save some money. Me personally, this is a day one purchase when it comes out on DVD. I'm super excited to see what the Steelbook is going to look like because it's going to look dope, I hope. And it's definitely going to be something I buy day one when it comes out. I'm very interested in seeing the movie with subtitles. I'm not going to go back to the movies and see it, unfortunately, because one, I just don't have enough time. And two, I want to see those subtitles. I want to be able to sit here and just pay attention to the movie without having any outside distractions. So personally, it's a one-time watch in theaters if you're into those types of movies again. I can't stress that enough. That is the biggest thing that you can take away from this review is whether or not this is something that you should see or not because this movie is not for everybody. And if you have seen it, let us know. Drop a comment on Facebook or go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash two game. Uh, drop a comment on there or text me, whatever, you know, if you have my number. Let me know what you think about this movie. Is it is it worth it? Is it not? Are you into these types of movies? Are you an A24 fan like me? I'm just really curious as to what other people's opinions of this movie, especially, especially if like they're not fans of A24 movies or like The Witch, Lighthouse, any of those types of movies. If you're not a fan of that and you love this movie, please let me know. You can even email me at twogamepodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Uh, let us know. And I'm definitely interested in what other people's opinions on this movie are. But that's going to conclude my review for The Green Knight. Thank you for joining me for this episode and giving us a listen. Like I said, patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two if you want to consider supporting us. Otherwise, thank y'all, and I will catch y'all next time on another episode.